the Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson, and me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then what do we do with those, Jake? Well, we use those stories as inspiration for long-form, improvised, comedic scenes. That's exactly right. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash improv, where Jake and I do a weekly bonus episode sort of talking about improv stuff, what we're teaching, what we're thinking about, uh, and we have a Discord channel, patreon.com slash improv. Let's get into our show. Um, today we have two very special guests. Uh known from all sorts of stuff, but together they are known as Elephants Gerald. <laughs> uh, I'll introduce you together. Uh, Beck Drysdale. Hello. How are you? How are you? I can see everyone on a Zoom and just in the middle of my sentence remembered it was audio. So I was like, my brain uh, exploded. <laughs> Hello, how, right. are <laughs> how are you? How are you? You're good. I'm not an alien in a host <laughs> I think we're all, <laughs> I don't know how I'll socialize once this is all over with. I, well, I just showed you exactly yeah. how I was going to socialize when this is over. <laughs> um, well, welcome back. Thanks for coming on here. It is uh, my absolute pleasure. <laughs> uh, our second guest is Susie Barrett. Uh, Hello, doing how you are. <laughs> um, good. Uh, good. Good. We are all satisfactory. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, I haven't seen either of you since this all started, as you could probably expect. Uh, I've seen. We're maybe... doing our jobs. That's right. I'm uh, not. I've been having huge parties. I just haven't <laughs> been inviting you guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Hard to remember all the hundreds of people I know when I send out those invites, but you'll be on the next one. Oh, okay. You've been doing party McFlies. Uh. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right in my house. Um, uh, yeah, it is very... I mean, I was about to say, this is strange, isn't it? <laughs> Understatement of the year. Um, Weird week. <laughs> yeah, this week. Mm-hmm. It is a. It has been a bizarre week in terms of. Well, this this will come out next week, so the audience won't. We'll see what next week is, but next week last will be week, totally last normal. Week was weird. They, yeah, they won't <laughs> be able to relate at all. <laughs> uh, talking about. Yeah, next week will be normal. You know, they're like, I remember. What? Remember when it was so weird last week? <laughs> I can, I hope it gets <laughs> now. It's a it's Groundhog Day, <laughs> and I've been like dealing with this in my own life, and so uh, I'll ask you about it, even though my girlfriend listens to this podcast. But uh, we've been in like I've gotten to the part where I mean it's been this part, but like people like it, it actually a thing I just did with Jake, someone asked how your weekend was. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What's a weekend? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a great a Maggie great Smith. Downton Abbey joke. Yeah. At Maggie Smith and Downton Abbey. And uh, what is a weekend? What's a weekend? <laughs> <laughs> is that, that's for, that's a line. That's in, a joke uh, in there. Yeah. I watched one of the classic one. Downton Abbey jokes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I remember why I watched season one of Downton Abbey. I don't remember you're, <laughs> so, you're okay. splitting my sides. Uh, um, but we're beautiful, sort of beautiful show. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, I, yeah, I thought it was a fine show. It didn't grab me, but you know, that's whatever that happens. Not how, enough. How are you breaking the monotony? Yeah, I needed to I needed to pace itself. <laughs> how? So one thing that we're just coming up against is like trying to like have like let's say just a date night. <laughs> Like that has been requested of me and I'm usually pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm usually pretty good about a date night, but my way of doing a date night is like going and doing something kind of like big or special, like going to a concert. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not really as like good at like romantic dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the- four of four of the words of your sentence going too big yeah. and special yeah. are all yeah. off the table. <laughs> yeah, there's a lockdown on special right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, that's what I'm coming up against is like. Uh, so this podcast is really just for you for to get me. ideas yeah. Yeah. on how to be more romantic, which yeah. I have to pull off in a week before my girlfriend hears this. <laughs> okay, you can help. Could you, uh, could you make a charming, like a little menu with cocktail options and stuff like, you know, so she gets to order something and (laughs) you could play the part of the waiter and then play the part Mm. of yourself in a very Mm. charming sliding doors thing. Yes, I could. (laughs) You hate my idea. (laughs) Well, uh, I don't drink anymore, so the okay. Co- but I can still make a cocktail. But, I still yeah, you're a waiter. Yeah, shouldn't <laughs> be drinking. Well, this could apply to <laughs> food or whatever. You know, just whatever, wherever you would take her to a uh, restaurant or whatever. Dre- yeah, dress the house up as like the you know like a like a cruise ship or a a a, yeah. a, 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 a dance hall. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, for me, spaceship. Um, a dance. Can't. No, we can't get anywhere here, Josh. If we're just going to be met with, I can't. I can't. Right. You're right. Maybe your date night should be making vision boards together. Mm-hmm. No, that could be. Or affirmations. Well, mm. <laughs> um, I mean, this could be all about how I can do it. But have you done it? Have you found ways to like fucking fun? <laughs> like, I'm I'm actually to the point where I'm bored of watching movies. Like, we were going to watch a movie the other night, and I was like, I actually like. What do you want to watch? Like, nothing. <laughs> I don't feel like watching another movie right now. Uh. Um, Jen and I built a fort w- once that was great. Okay. That's a fun, and that's a fun way to watch movies. And if you have like Christmas lights or things, Ooh. you can like jazz it up with. Um, that's a fun little. We left ours up for a week, and it was like our little movie cave. You know, um, I did the idea that I was pitching. Like I did like a, here are options for appetizers. Here's options for drinks. Here's, you know, and she got to order and um, it's shocking how often I want to play restaurant <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic. That is like, very funny. It's very funny. Like my best friend Leah and I will text each other and she'll be like, I have a table at Stella. Like we're in the corner. We just do bits about like what's happening at our restaurants. I'll be like, I just got to Franklin and co Seamus and the rugby team are singing loudly. You want us to grab the upstairs table? Like we'll just, I love that your fantasy dining experience is at Franklin. And co. <laughs> I mean, Yeah. That's the limits of my. I know. I'm like any place at all. Just use your imagination. 
anything. Uh, um, oh. A dirty chicken wing and a yeah. half-cooked shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had a very strange pandemic experience because I have been actually busier than I've ever been in my entire life as my 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 pandemic from the beginning until now was bookended with working at The Tonight Show. So it was like, actually for me, kind of the first time that I knew what a weekend was because <laughs> I've never had a job that demanding as far as the time. Like that's a job, that's a job that just doesn't end ever on a day. Mm-hmm. Not like, and it's seven o'clock punch out. It's like, no, people are still emailing each other at one in the morning about, you know, what, uh, you know, what Putin Miley said. Cyrus, Miley Cyrus is going to play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. What Putin said both same email. Um, so that was, <laughs> I actually found that I didn't have time to actually like feel and experience what was going on in the world because, and that felt like a, a problem. However, I was also in New York for a chunk of this and New York, uh, felt very, very different. New York felt a lot more normal. I went to the park on the weekends. I took bike rides. I, and I was going to work every day. So it felt much more, even though everyone was like in masks and you know, it's the end of the world, the city was much more like open and functioning and, f- and felt much less um, isolating than LA does anyway, whether mm-hmm. there's a pandemic right. or not. But, um, and also New York is so good at like, oh, there's a zombie apocalypse. Great. We're going to have a concert on the roof. You know, like they just adapt so quickly to... <laughs> the theme is pricey. wear your best shredded flannel. And <laughs> yes. yeah. So I actually went to like a beautiful um, classical music concert on the, on the roof of the Mondrian, an outdoor socially distanced, you know, classical music concert. And there are places you could actually go eat that were, you know, that they did the social distancing correctly. So it didn't feel quite as shut in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the second I got back to LA, I got terrified again. And I was, you know, I was out and about and I was going to work. I was also getting tested three times a week. So I felt kind of safer. The second I got back to LA, I was like, I'm never leaving the house. I don't trust <laughs> anything. When I go outside, I just, I, imagine I'm just covered in COVID. I don't, I just, <laughs> I, I feel so much less safe here. Um, I don't in, know why. I don't know why. Were you in New York during like the, 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 cause in the beginning, New York was bad, bad. So were you, I in, was not there for that. I was I mean. there when, when New York was, when it switched and LA became bad and New York became the, the numbers were very, very low in New yeah. York. Um, but you know, New York's also a walking city and it's a park city. And so there's just a lot more, you know, outdoors, you know, the whole city turned into a, um, an outdoor patio. It was actually really beautiful. Like the streets are half taken up with like pretty, you know, outdoor dining patios. Now it's, you know, cold. So it's terrible (laughs) because that stuff is going to stop. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting to be in New York. Certainly not the ghost town that everyone was talking about it being. That's for sure. Interesting. Um, were you, so you were in New York most of the time you were on the tonight show? No, I was here. I was here until October. Okay. Oh. I was going to yeah. ask because just from my little bit of experience when I worked at Conan, they were like, the writers would always have to get in way early. 
Well, I was, I did the, almost the entire time I I did the job over Zoom on New York hours. So I was up at six in the morning here. Gotcha. For nine o'clock meetings on the, on the East coast, which is so how my lifestyle is anyway. (laughs) Great time to come up with a lot of jokes. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like right after my morning run and smoothie, (laughs) I can get to that 6am meeting. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was imagining. It's like, I can't. Im- <laughs> it's just been the opposite. <laughs> oh, I know. That's assuming- why it's so. It's so. It's that's why I, I, you, when you asked, I was like, oh my, like this is the first time I've um, had this sort of like that, that real sense of like time not existing and there not being weekends and not knowing what day is what because I now now I'm in that space and will mm-hmm. be for for a while, but um. Yeah, I was not lacking structure before that. It was like 6 a.m. till midnight every day. I was fucking nuts. But Had you worked at a talk show before that? Hell no. I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> um, no, I hadn't. Um, that's like very much my brother's been in that world for years and years. You know, he was Daily Show Colbert and Sam B. He's very much in that world. Um, and, I, and I had not been in my last... My last interview for that job, like my final meeting before I got the job was March 12th. Wow. They they were talking about like, as I was in the meeting, people would pop in the door and be like, um, yeah, I think we need to do no audience tomorrow. So we're not going to do an audience tomorrow. (laughs) And then like 20 minutes would go by and be like, it seems like people are like shutting down for the day tomorrow. Like it was like, wow, it was really happening. That happened to us. Like our, our last show was March 13th. And it Ugh. when we got to work at like noon, they were saying we might have a smaller audience tonight. Some people are freaked out about COVID. So like some groups are canceling. And then at three o'clock, it was like, we're actually not going to let an audience in tonight. But if those of you who have relatives who want to still go, we'll sit them distance. And then by the end of the taping, they were like, uh, when you leave tonight, pack up your dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> we don't wow. know how long we're going to be shut down for. Oh, yeah. nuts. You're talking about just roll with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, those live audience shows. So you've gone back to shooting, right? <laughs> We've just, we just wrapped last week. Okay. So we came back to do like our last six episodes, but. Um, That's crazy. I mean, the, the, the distancing and the protocols that we had to do with just like, essentially it was just. Jimmy by himself, and then the roots were six feet apart. But like, I can't imagine shooting. A it was show. crazy. I can't imagine. Yeah, tested every day. Yeah, well, three times a week, but everybody did. So same thing. It was like it felt super safe. Yeah. Um, you know, if it felt safer than when you go to the grocery store, like for sure, you yeah, don't know sure. if they're getting tested. And um, you know, we all had masks on till the last second it was like right before they called last looks we would pull our masks off and then do scenes maskless and then put them back on that's crazy it was very weird yeah um the weirdest part was rehearsing in masks all week so like you're doing all these scenes and you can't see each other's facial expressions (laughs) and then on thursday we'd pull them off and i'm sure it looked like like just so muggy because we're trying to (laughs) act through a mask but yeah that's crazy. I can't even imagine. I mean, it was so <clears throat> knowing how crazy it was with, you know, one, one performer. I can't even imagine how it'd yeah. be with a full, with a full, full cast. And also your show is all full of like crazy gags and stunts yeah. and props and 
I know they, they like, we we had a big safety meeting when we came back, like questions or concerns. I was like, I'll talk, I'll ask the elephant in the room. Like, is our slime sanitary? Yeah. (laughs) When we, when we get dunked in a fountain of chocolate, where has that been? (laughs) You know? Well, and there's stuff about like, you can't like touch a prop and then give it to someone else or like, you know, you couldn't, you know, like there, there couldn't be any contact, like cross contact. So like, I can't even imagine. They your... solved it really well. We have really clever. They just producers. used hand sanitizer as slime. Did you <laughs> yeah. <just> say that? <laughs> yeah. We just got <laughs> dunked just into that. rubbing alcohol and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny and clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <A> perfect fix. <laughs> it's funny to hear all that. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously it makes total sense that TV productions would have to have so much safety, but I mean, like I went to, I drove to Wisconsin for part of the summer and like, off. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but like braggart different parts of this country are, <laughs> yeah, like, they could give a shit. Like, yeah. Like, I know. It's so crazy. It's really crazy. I went to, um, <sighs> very close to the beginning. I went to big bear and like stopped at a grocery store kind of like halfway to Big Bear. And I felt like I was in a video game, like yeah. trying to like dodge people like mm-hmm. and and just felt like, you know, it just it feels like being covered with bugs. Like I just don't yeah. trust anyone else except for the people that I'm like in constant contact with. But like, yeah, there are places I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Am I allowed to swear? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ask that first. <laughs> yeah, they don't give a fucking shit. This isn't the Tonight Show. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> uh. Jen and I were like, you know, we always camp in the summer and we were like, oh, the great irony here is that's one of the safest things you can do now, except for the shared toilets there, right. which are very like. If you're talking aerosol spray, those things, it's like, yeah. it feels like you're pressing the button at a YMCA shower when you flush and it's just like <laughs> yeah. mist, yeah. you know? <laughs> so we, uh, we solved the problem, but too late to actually go on a camping trip, but the, mm. but we will be able to, but, uh, they make these things called luggable lose. I know like, it's basically I'm, like a five gallon Home Depot bucket with a toilet seat I, snapped on the top. My nickname for my own butt. It's spelled L O U though. So, but the little little bags and the bags tie up. Yeah, you you uh, like snap a bag in there, and it's got gel in it that turns your pee into solid and encases your poop in a bubble. It's like human kitty litter. Yeah. Whoa! I went Um, to this. um, Oh, I gotta I gotta share this with you. um, This Airbnb that I went to that had it was like a, a an RV on a mountain with like those beautiful like decking and there's a hot tub and a teepee and whatever and there's like a it's all eco you know friendly and it's one of those it's a it's a um stationary version of one of those toilets where you pee or you poo or whatever and you flush and like a space like a nasa space bag yeah, wraps up your poop into like a dumpling and makes it and disappears. It's, it's <laughs> serves it to George Jetson for lunch. <laughs> yeah, eco-friendly, cool, and fun to watch. <laughs> the three oil. things I look for in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my requirements. Poop, poop dumpling. I want to send me a link to that, Suze, because I want to I go I will. anyway. Just the best part of it is reading the reviews. 
Oh, I bet. There are people like bragging about how how they use it and how many times this guy's like, I'm a truck driver. I throw half a bag of kitty litter in this and I can go five days straight without emptying it. <laughs> it's like, oh. oh my God, it's very highly rated. I'm yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I- and then... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I won't. I won't bore you. You can look up your own reviews. No, Josh. We won't stop talking about. No, it's it. okay. I was gonna say I. Uh, I know what that is because, for real, that was what my dad asked for for Christmas. I think last year. Good for him. Oh, he, 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 I got him whatever the toilet thing and the bags are. He's ahead of the time. Man. So, Sue, yeah, let he's let been. Sh- yeah. Could this be a Burning Man hat? Oh, of course. Because how long can you keep the bags of poop? Well, that's the thing. They <laughs> seal, but, right. you know, do you want to keep them in a pile in the desert for eight days in 115 degree heat? I would say that's like play at your own risk, you know. But if they don't smell, it's I'm also I'm talking emergencies only. Sure. Yeah. And we used something similar in the Grand Canyon. Like Jesse oh, right. took a dump good. in a bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to use one in the Grand Canyon one time at the top of this like really crazy hike. And I like went behind a rock and did it. They call them wag bags there. It's like just yes. the bag, not the toilet seat. Where did you well, get that? You, did you buy it? No, no, no. The, uh, the river guys. Not the bags. Where do you get the bags? The bags you buy separately. But yeah, the <laughs> so the river guides carry wag bags in case okay. stuff, stuff like this happens. And so I went, I had like crazy diarrhea. Shit happens. <laughs> Shit happens. And... This also was funny. As soon as the poop came out of my butt, there were two flies on it. I was like, where did these flies fucking come from? We're in the middle of the Grand Canyon. They're waiting in the wings being like, yeah. but like what, what wings? Like I haven't yeah. seen a single plant or bug or animal and then two house flies on my shit. I was just so impressed. But then you have to like roll it up and carry it down the mountain like a fucking clutch purse. Like it looked like a little silver. <laughs> like it looked like I was going to the Oscars with this like fancy silver purse. And um, yeah, my oh, here at Overstock.com, you can get Reliance Double Duty Toilet Waste Bag with Biogel. Those are the ones. Double Duty. Yeah. That's our sponsor, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if your sponsor was the competing shit bucket oh, and, duty. and we were like causing problems? Yeah, we <laughs> would get the off-brand one to sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> the Kirkland, yeah. Kirkland Wag Bag. <laughs> oh, this uh, is a pretty one. It's pink. Right, I'll, I'll work on those later. <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks for agreeing to the sponsorship deal, Jake. Um, mm-hmm. we, uh, we're excited to have you on board. You're one of the top influencers on Instagram. That is um, <laughs> incredible to me. I'm so thrilled to be a part of this. I, we're thrilled that you agreed because I do know most of your, um, well, I scrolled through your Instagram account and most of your mm-hmm. product placement is stuff like Patagonia jackets and mm-hmm. um, some like footwear and just very slick, sleek stuff. Yes. Um, uh, we would love for you to work in a, a way to talk about uh, wag bags and pooping as much as you can on your um, on your feed. Just work it in organically. Yes, because that's our whole thing. We don't want to be a, a hashtag sponsored post. We don't want to be a hashtag ad. We want people to think that our influencers are, are actually using our product. OK, yeah. 
I mean, I I was thinking I could set up a a, a post and just say like in a pinch, grab a wag bag, like something, just like mm-hmm. a nod to it, uh, and then. Okay. Um, We'd love more of a personal connection, more of a um, a story about how you've used it or how often you have to use it because you just don't have any other mm-hmm. options and you're constantly reaching for it. Okay. Uh, I feel like that might... I don't know how, if that's going to... I'm a little concerned about my image uh, that I... Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the sponsorship and I think wag bags are great. I don't know that we need to paint me as some constantly pooping in a a bind type of person. No. Well, and we could, so let's, let's, I appreciate that. Let's tweak it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let's have it be, you're not in a bind, you know, let's have it be, you're choosing to use this. You use these (laughs) instead of a toilet. You keep them around the house. Okay. I'm actively choosing to poop in this wag bag. Yeah. And that I actually prefer that angle because then it shows a product that, you know, people don't say I drink Coke only when I'm in a pinch. They say I I reach for Coca-Cola because it's delicious and I love it. Yeah. I'm ordering a wag bag first, not because uh, that's what they. that's right. Yeah. Wag bag. It's my first resort. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We got to Jake uh, at home um, with his roommate. Excuse me, uh, Jake. Yeah. I just noticed in the the waste paper basket next to the toilet. Mm hmm. It's there's a there's a wag bag in there. You're saying wag bag like I should know what that is. Yeah, it's an on-the-go pooping depository. Um, it's one of my sponsors. And you know how important it is for me to be authentic to my brand. Uh, I'm doing pretty well on Instagram, but as we can see, I still have a roommate. So if <laughs> you want to, if we want to okay. get out of this situation. Well, I don't. I was actually happy with it. But but my question, why don't you just poop in the toilet? You have to, you're going right in a bag next to it. Come on, man. No, I can't. I've got to have authentic stories and you can't you poop don't. in there either. I say that my roommate and I use the wag bag. So I uh, I'm not going to poop in a bag for your Instagram. All right. You're going to have to. I filled that toilet up with uh, <laughs> cock. It's you can't get anything in there. I sealed it shut. You're going to have to wag bag with me, buddy. I don't need to back answer. to the uh, hardware store. <laughs> so what do you need all this cock for? <laughs> I'm sealing up the toilets in my apartment. Uh, right, right. That's what I thought you I, said. Yeah, and I you don't know that. That's not what cock is for. <laughs> it is a sealant. Okay, we're not trying to close holes that should be open. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I, uh, you're. Are you, you seem. You're, are you sweating? You seem nervous. <laughs> I'm very nervous. I, I'm gonna have to use my wag bag while I'm in here. Uh, I. <laughs> And Why are you, you're saying that like I know I should know what it is. A wag bag is an on the go a poop <laughs> depository. And my audience um, wants to know how it works when you're out and about, you know. So I'm a little nervous about it. Um, but I, look, I'll do it indiscreetly. I, I can use the cock for whatever I want, right? I can. This isn't a hardware store that sells based on intention, is it? 
Yes, that is what we do. We, do. we want to know why you're going to use the product. Sorry to interrupt. Yes, can I help you? I'm, I'm looking for a hammer that could land squarely between the eyes of a baby bunny mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. do damage instantly. Not enough to kill it, just enough to... And why? I don't like animals. Sure. That'll be aisle four. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what in section C? But look ah. up, 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 okay. up, up, up. <clears throat> you we don't have- care. We don't. It's, we're not judging based on why. We just need to know why to point you towards the right product. Okay. Uh, then in that case, I need to, you to point me in the direction of the cock that would seal a toilet and a corner that I can poop in. Okay. Well, those are two very different. Use me. <laughs> yes. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, I heard the young gentleman asking about a cock that could seal a toilet. <laughs> Gary? Yeah. <laughs> I told you you could come in and use the bathroom when you needed to, and otherwise I really need you to stand outside the store. Okay. I just heard him say a cock that could seal a toilet. Yeah, Gary, we know that you okay. have a very wide, dome-shaped cock. <laughs> You know that about Gary? It's a long story. Well, it's a wider story than it is long. <laughs> Gary. What? You could seal. You just go outside and spin the arrow, please. Gary, if you don't mind you, uh, it, you me noticing, you seem to be sweating a lot. It's a, <laughs> it's a condition. Gary. <laughs> I need you to go outside. I'm hel- helping this customer right now. And okay. that's not the kind of cock he was talking about. I don't are you, think. Okay. Are you giving away these Tootsie Rolls? What's... Those are not my Tootsie Those were here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can have those. Thank you. At your own risk. I'm so sorry. My mistake. So that's you're okay. looking to fill up your toilet with cock because you would, are choosing to poop <laughs> mm-hmm. in a bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could have just said that. It's aisle eight. <laughs> All right, let's get to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares uh, a story from their life. Susie, you're up first. What would you like to talk about? Um, I was thinking of uh, on holiday theme. Uh, this isn't a super long story, but uh, it was a significant moment in my life. Great. Um, I I believed in Santa Claus when I was a kid um, <laughs> because all the adults in my life told me he was real. <laughs> And um, I believed in Santa for like an extra long time. Uh, And so I think I was 12-ish. I was like in seventh grade when I found out Santa wasn't real, which is pretty late. Seventh grade? That's pretty late. Yeah. And I remember leading up to this, like kids at school for years had been saying like Santa's not real. And I... I used to get in fights with kids. I would be crying and adamant that like, you know, it's because of people like you that magic is dying. And, um, again, this exact same way, by the way. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hasn't, so I, hasn't changed I've well. lost my mascot, but my belief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, movies like the Polar or books like the Polar Express that are like, you know, if you still believe, then it you will get to go there. You will. The magic will still participate in your life. But if you don't, which I guess I do still think that it's like if you if you do believe it, it's true. But um, but I thought literally that. Santa was going to die because people weren't believing in him. And, uh, and then I, uh, on Easter, the night before Easter, oh, cause I still believed in Easter bunny and tooth fairy as well. Um, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> and, uh, as is in the Bible. Yes. <laughs> uh, the night before Easter, when I was 12, um, I had this flicker of like, you know, I know, I know the Easter Bunny is real, but just to be sure and have like irrefutable proof, I'm just going to ask my mom straight up and just to confirm it for me because everybody around me is saying that it's not real. And I guess my mom had silently and privately made an agreement with herself years before that if I ever point blank asked her, is Santa real, <laughs> that she wouldn't lie to me, mm-hmm. but somehow the sto- telling the story of it and putting presents under the tree from him wasn't a lie to her, but she could, you know, she, if she told me directly, uh, then she would have to tell the truth. And so I was like, Hey mom, like, I know it's real, but like the Easter bunny's real. Right. And she started crying. She's like, no, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Wait, what? No, 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 no. Uh, and I bawled my eyes out for like an hour. And then I kind of like came up for air from my sobs and was like, Wait, but does that mean the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus aren't real too? Oh God, no! Oh. Uh, At this point, you probably have your all adult teeth, right? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. I mean, the I've Tooth Fairy transaction's over. <laughs> What's that? I said the Tooth Fairy transaction is yeah. over. Yes, <laughs> right. She's yeah. had, she has multiple sexual partners at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah so uh yeah now i believe in like the tax fairy and at this point yeah. <laughs> um but uh the shitty and fairy <laughs> the sag dues fairy dues fairy i had i so regretted asking and i so regretted knowing the truth that i asked my mom to not tell my dad and my brothers that i knew so that i they could keep thinking that I believed in Santa so we could like keep up this ruse. So for like an extra year, I got like one more Christmas of them thinking that I believed and them playing along. And I don't know. I actually haven't asked her, like, did they really think that I still believed or did you just tell them like she knows, but she wants you to fake it. (laughs) I look back and it's like, it's so pathetic. (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) And all of it. And I, like I, I want to see the performance of you pretending that you still believe and now not believing. Right. Where you're like pretending that you still believe, but like the magic is gone from your eyes. Like the, <laughs> the enchantment. You can tell I've been crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's reindeer. I can hear the reindeer. I don't know. Like you're just kind of half doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like asking the rest of your family to like put in the energy to like totally. that it's so sad. Yeah. And and I was like uh, I think also when I look back I'm like oh this was all like right on the heels of the divorce announcement and 
everything was changing. I think I just needed to cling to some mm-hmm. reality that wasn't shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look back and I'm like, God, it's like, it's so traumatic for a kid to find out that Santa isn't real, you know, or it's like a, it's a very, I don't know. It's a very traumatic lie. Like I think the same thing about religion, but the difference is the people telling the myth of religion do believe that it's real. So it's not a lie. Like to them, it's real. So they do think that there is heaven and hell and all that stuff. So I can get behind that more, but like just lying about a whole reality to kids just because you think it's cute for them to believe it. It's Mm -hmm. like such a like, raking of their innocence yeah (laughs) Um, it's a weird setup it's a weird setup and i i have mixed feelings about it now because i'm like oh if i had kids and i'm not going to have kids but if i did i'm like oh i can see the temptation to like have because of course it's like the whole culture agrees on it and Mm -hmm. right it was really cute i i read an article yesterday about about not telling your kids that your gifts are from Santa because, you know, like one family's, this is, this is funny. This is a funny story. (laughs) One family's, you know, one for one family, Santa gets them iPads and Playstations and for one family, they get socks. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's this thing of kids being like, well, why did Santa get this kid this, but I only got that. And like, how do you negotiate that how how do you negotiate that in a world where you're still trying to create magic for your kids at Christmas where like Johnny down the street gets an iPad and you get a you know some just loose beans yeah (laughs) I mean you're naughty that's how is Santa powerful or loving right if if exactly and if you have been taught that it's a naughty or nice thing then what are you telling Mm -hmm. the kid just because you can't afford an ipad so there's i guess there's sort of like this movement now for parents to just say like no i got the gifts i bought the gift or you have to create another lie to stay ahead of your lie where you have to create a alternate world for the kid where three beans three loose beans is like a lot of money Mm -hmm. right they can trade that (laughs) for an ipad yeah. <laughs> if they plant it, if they plant those beans, it'll grow an iPad. There you go. <laughs> it, was an, it was interesting because as, as a Jew, you know, it's like you feel you live in this world where the whole entire world is saying like, everyone's celebrating this amazing thing except for you. Like, the you know, the with the advertising and the movies like that, like you this you are not um, invited to this, you know what the entire world is talking about celebrating looking like for, you know, three months of your life. Um, and I don't think I grew up feeling like jealous because it was just like, well, that's the way it is. I don't, I don't celebrate Christmas, but it is problematic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like magical and lovely and wonder- and wonderful, but it is like, it is like what you're saying, like where this is, we're just going to create this thing just so we can take it away from you one day and confuse <laughs> you and destroy all the trust that's been built. I mean, yeah, it truly is. It's something that like, I feel it was like my, the first spike of jadedness totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. through my heart. Maybe, maybe that's what it's good for us. Just, you know, it's, it's your first experience with a loss of innocence. That's relatively benign. Like be skeptical. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, what it, so I was going to ask this before, but I'll ask, I guess, more directly to you, Beck. Did you ever believe in Santa Claus? 
since you and never I was Jewish. So like I was the one who was like idiots. So <laughs> did you keep quiet about it or did you like I I honestly I don't remember. Well, first of all, I think well, here's one thing. My elementary school was I think about 75% Asian. Okay. And then there were like seven Jews that I went to like Hebrew school with. And then the rest of the people in my elementary school were like, there were a lot of East Indian kids. I live in Vancouver. So it was like a very different sort of cultural makeup. Um, a lot of Chinese kids, a lot of Japanese kids, a lot of Filipino kids. It was, it was very, uh, you know, it was not a a white experience. It was very much not a black experience, but it was not a white experience. Mm -hmm. And so it was also different because it wasn't quite as, uh, you know, ubiquitous in my uh, school either growing up. It it was, it was just a sense of like, you know, like what was on TV and what were you, what you were getting sort of like larger messaging about, and I also like, you know, I was a Jewish kid. So the kids, you know, that my family was Jewish. We, you know, we weren't like super religious, but, you know, we were like culturally Jews. Um, and, you know, so it never really occurred to me to like, am I, am I keeping up this lie or am I going to be the the ruiner of dreams? Like, I, I don't think it. I don't think it entered the, it was just like, it was just kind of like, well, those people celebrate Christmas and we don't Mm -hmm. like I, there wasn't much. I, 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 the truth is I don't remember. I don't know if I was ever in a position where like some other kid was like Santa. And I was like, listen, kid, (laughs) I I don't think I was ever in that, in that situation, but it, but it, you know, it just, you know, if you, if you look at just, the world between, you know, October and January, it's, it's very alienating if, if you're not participating in, in the thing, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was a little better cause I lived in Canada. So it wasn't quite as insane, but, um, I got really into Christmas in my twenties, <laughs> but, but I got, I got really into Christmas through the, through the music. Interesting. The Phil Spector. Christmas album. Mm, good. And then I got very into I, there was a period where I wore a Christmas sweater every day of December for a few years. I got very into Christmas. <laughs> All condensed um, into a few years. I had a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh so that's almost the opposite of like what Susie's experience where like she's into Christmas, she believes in the magic of it. And then Yeah. Well, I also will say, you know, living in New York for many, many years, like New York Christmas is its own beast and it is a very, very magical New York thing more than it is like a Christmas thing. So I think living in New York during many, many Christmases also made me a real Christmas <laughs> person. Because it's just so nerd. fucking beautiful and magical and New Yorky and Sinatra y and you know, it's just it's just magic uh in, at Christmas in New York. Um you know, I never got into Christmas on a religious level. <laughs> like suddenly in my twenties, I was like, ah, St. Nicholas. Wait till somebody tells you New York isn't real. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the that would be the real the my reality shattering. <laughs> Jake, how old were you when you figured it out? 
it, uh, in this moment. He's like, what yeah. are you guys Wait. talking about? Yeah, I have some follow-up questions. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was a uh, four. <laughs> um, I think I was like uh, a little older, like, uh, and I remember asking my mom and she's like, well, uh, I was like, some kids at school said Santa's not real. And she was like, well, what do you think? And then I was like, I think he's probably not. And she was like, okay. And I have a, two older sisters. One is 16 years older and the other is 14 years older. Wow. And I, Sorry, I have eight and 10 and I thought, oh, that was okay. a big, I thought that was a big break, but that's yeah. amazing. Um, and so my sister, Nicola is the middle child. And my mom said that my next question was like, does Nicola know? Like, oh, <laughs> that's cute. Because she was like, to me, the closest to my age. So it was right. like, um, but I, I remember, yeah not wanting to believe it, but a kid at school being like, it's not real. And then you kind of put the pieces together. Like (laughs) (laughs) my mom was like, I would get letters from Santa and like, it wouldn't be what I asked for. And it would be like, Santa couldn't find that around (laughs) the workshop or whatever. It's in your mom's handwriting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, There are a lot of holes and it does show you that you can just make anything up and tell a kid like, no, the reindeer on the roof. Yeah. Like, okay. Then I will go to bed. But my da- my dad would get on the roof and oh, stomp around God. with bells. Oh, that's sweet. That's and one sweet year I had not on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> he's just Thursdays. a lunatic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what happened to Dad. I had the chicken pox and I couldn't go see Santa at the mall and they had my grandpa call me as Santa. Uh, and that sealed my belief in him for another couple of years. Cause I talked to the guy on the phone sure. and he was like, I hear you have the chicken pox. And it, I remember being like, Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> like it's weirder to have a phone call than him come to my house and leave right, present. Right. The, have you guys been watching the myriad of Christmas movies that are out there right now? The Netflix no. movies and the Hallmark movie. Oh, guys. I saw Happiest Come Season. On. Yeah. Well, that's so close to home. <laughs> I watched Happiest Season, Susan. I realized I was like, first of all, I've been in this situation multiple times. And one of the times I was in that situation was when I went to Christmas at your house. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, um, we lived that story. We lived that story. <laughs> um <laughs> Is that a little sneak preview of the next story? I remember my neighbors, like they're the neighbor kids, their grandpa dressed up as Santa. <laughs> and I remember like he, they were like, my parents were like, look across the street. Santa's going into the Eberly's house. And I like just saw like Santa get out of like a Mazda, <laughs> like, like, right, like walk yeah. up to the door. <laughs> and I was like, that's Santa. I remember like, even as like a five-year-old is like, why is Santa driving a Mazda? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he can drive anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're the reindeer. What the hell? Santa's de- Corvette. Oh, the reason I scrape the ice off his windshield. The uh, reason I brought up the movies, uh, Jake, is that I just watched one called My Santa, starring Matthew Lawrence. Whoa, he's back, um, and he plays Santa's son, and he starts to like have some of the Santa's powers. But the whole thing is he has to like find a Mrs. Claus like by Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> so it's also like a weird like so we're just going to steal her to be Mrs. It's so weird. Um, but there is money to be made in the shitty Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. world. I mean, there are hundreds of them. 
I've watched, I'm going to say too many of them. (laughs) And they're also very, like, it's always about a prince. It's always about like, like a girl who runs a bakery meets a prince from a made up Eastern European country. Really? All of them. Oh, I thought most of them them were like going on holiday and meeting someone or like going. It's a prince who is the prince of Bulgravia or something. (laughs) And it's like this very old fashioned, like prince, like wish fulfillment stuff. And it's very confusing to me because all of these like Netflix and Hallmark Christmas movies are about like meeting a handsome prince, which feels (laughs) like 60 years old. And then like, but like, you know, and, it's, and it's the, very old fashioned. I mean, like, yeah, it's very, you know. it's very regressive. It's very it's like so aspirational for a 10 year old. Um, right. But yeah. for a 10 year old from like Victorian England, it's not like, <laughs> like cartoons now are like, you know, trans dogs fighting crime. But these Christmas movies are all about meeting a, <laughs> meeting a prince. It's it's very strange. From Russia. Like- mom. Yeah, honey. Which mom? Which mom? <laughs> Did you want both of us, or do you want to handle this one, Cass? Sure, I'll handle the tough stuff as I usually do. <laughs> we don't. Which one do you want to? Yeah, which one of us would you rather talk to? Let's let's just finally ask him the question. Well, I'd, I I I guess this would save me a little bit of trouble, um, but I I have a question, and I'd like um, actually maybe I should just ask um, one of you. Um, okay. Well, you, you know, this is you know, choose which mom that you trust trust the most. I guess um, at this sit point. on the lap of which one you trust yeah. the most. Just you can point. They're, you know? <laughs> they're both sitting on a love seat, patting their knees. <laughs> just okay. you just sit on either of our laps, and Take that's lap. I am there's candy. no pressure. I have some money in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This. This is making this incredibly difficult. <laughs> no, no, honey. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. Or you can ask us both and we can both give an answer and you can tell us which one you like more. I like that. I like it more. Okay. Well, I was going to ask if if dad and uh, my brother Brian if they know that I know that Santa isn't real. You want to take this one? (laughs) I guess my question to you is who told you about your dad? (laughs) Did Brian tell you that? Brian told me. You know, you think you're asking one question. This is not something we were prepared to tell you (laughs) until you had entered middle school, honey. Yeah. So we're going to explain how you were created. But yeah, you're asking one question that actually Brian Brian poses a lot more. more Brian told you about dad, Mm -hmm. but not about Santa. Mm -mm. Honey. What? What are you doing? He knows that we know that he knows that Santa is us. 
He just, he doesn't know if dad or Brian know that he knows that we all know. I want to know why Brian told you about dad. (laughs) Does Brian, does Brian know that you didn't know about dad? Brian. Does Brian know that you didn't know and that we knew that you didn't know about dad? Brian knew I didn't know about dad. Uh-huh. And then he elected to tell you behind and your then back. He elected to tell me. So I'm going to ask you this. The next time you talk to Brian, pretend that we don't we know. We don't know. About dad? So that we can still. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So what you need tell to do is pretend that we don't pretend you did not tell us and that we don't know that we you know, know about dad. Okay. <laughs> to him and Brian. <laughs> Listen, uh, we, I have an issue, actually. You do? Yeah. Uh, our last talk. Remember I asked, do you remember mm-hmm. all that, what we talked about? about yeah. Well, dad doesn't know that I told you about him uh, or the Santa stuff. Um, okay. Well, so... So he did. When we all get together for Christmas, what you're going to need to do is pretend as though you don't know about the dad situation. Dad is coming to Christmas, (laughs) and I have to pretend that I don't know. Well, I got news for you, moms. That actually should be easy. Moms don't know that I know about dad. So cut to the North Pole. You don't. Honey, I've been looking at your list and I've been reading about this whole Brian and the two moms situation and I can't make heads or tails of it. Well, I, I'm I'm vexed, Mrs. Claus. I'm <laughs> I'm vexed. Well, I'm just trying to figure out whether we're giving him a naughty present or a nice present and I am I am lost in a pretzel of 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 deceit it's it's tangled it's a tangled web mrs claus i i was going to give him a neutral gift i just don't know who to sign it from and who to make it out to does he know that i know he exists or am i I don't know if he knows that we know about any of it because while he knows about santa i don't know if he knows about the the nuts and bolts of the operation (laughs) pass me a couple of those tums (laughs) Those tums, those tums. Give me the 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 pink ones. Oh, hun, here. Don't get your stomach upset. We're out of we're out of lugabaloo bags. <laughs> Santa sits down. He's kind of having heart palpitations. Ah. Uh. Um, Mrs. Oh. Claus leaves for a second. Santa, Santa. <laughs> yes, Pinky. <laughs> Have you told Mrs. Claus about your heart? <laughs> I haven't had a good time to tell her. So what? What I need... well, the, more, the longer you keep on with this <laughs> this business, the more stress your heart's going to have. It's time to tell Mrs. Claus about your heart issues, so that I. I I deal with this. No, I prefer I prefer I prefer the way my life was before I had a heart condition. So do me a favor. <laughs> Let's pretend I didn't hear the news and we'll just carry on the way <sighs> things used to be. Pass me a couple of those 
prime ribs. <laughs> oh my God, Santa, Please. you're breaking my heart. <laughs> Just don't talk like that. <laughs> I can't pretend that I don't know to your face that you're having heart issues with red meat. I'm going to go make some neutral gifts for some confused kids. We cut to the Rosenbaum's house. <laughs> Mom, dad. Yeah, honey. Yes. <laughs> Which dad? Well, I'll sit this I one out. Ask, I'll, I'll ask all of you this. Um, I spent my whole life believing that Santa wasn't real. Is that still true? Yes. Okay. Good night. Good night. Phew. Phew. Dodged <laughs> another one. <laughs> Dodged a bullet there. What's she asking those questions for? Who who are you talking to, yeah, me or other dad? <laughs> Either one of you. Somebody <laughs> let it slip that Santa exists. Wait, Santa exists? <laughs> Neo. Yes. I bet you're wondering what this is all about. Yeah, I was just I was just doing some playing some computer games in my apartment and I was, What if I told you that your computer, your games, your apartment, none of it was real? Well, <laughs> that can't be. I mean, it's pretty real. I but what if I told you that it isn't and wasn't? I'd have a lot of questions. I mean, my, a lot of my identities in the gaming world. And if that's not real, then I don't. I what? bet you'd have a lot of questions. We cut right. to a production meeting. <laughs> so we loved uh, we loved the genre of the draft a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess my main concern is that it's a two hour film mm -hmm. and the and the bulk of it is Morpheus asking Neo, what if I told you this and what mm -hmm. if this happened and then mm -hmm. nothing ever happens. OK, so you got the right version then. Yeah. Yeah. OK, well, I'm glad the genre came through because that was something that from the beginning of this whole process, we were really um, intent on maintaining was the genre of the movie. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad that that was something that you could pick up on. Um, you know, Morpheus is kind of a, um, you know, he's like an enigmatic character. He's like a Riddler in some sense. So the reason he, he kind of talks in questions is because, um, we want the audience as well as Neo to reflect on the questions. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess um, we thought, you know, well, this could be this could be if we wanted it to be a very cool action movie. That's where, what I want to hear. I want to hear the word action. I, yes, I want there to be yes, more and we, in this movie. Sure, sure. And we and we thought, God, we could really do some incredible effects. We could really in innovate here um, visually um, to tell this story. We but cut to what? a scene. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> fancy meeting you here. Look, there's nothing fancy about it. Let me out of here or give me my phone call. What if I told you neither would happen? 
Uh, what do you mean? What if I told you your precious phone network was a figment of your imagination? Well, I would tell you to go fuck yourself. What if you did that and we fought? What if we fought for a long time until I destroyed you? Back to the notes meeting. <laughs> so what do you think? Not good. Not good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, usually you start with something positive. Did okay, the genre I'll, not come through this time? <laughs> I'll give you a compliment sandwich. How's that? I loved that your formatting was correct this time. <laughs> thank you. Made it you, a lot you. easier to read. Yeah, no, I we realized that doing it all centered in all caps was not the best way to deliver the script last time. And I do appreciate the character descriptions. The, they are lengthy. And oh, wait, now I have to give you the, the compliments have to be the bread of the sandwich. Sure, the sure, meat sure. is didn't like it. Not good. And then the other compliment is uh, the the character descriptions are very evocative. OK, can you say more about didn't like it? Not good. <laughs> There's no action. Nothing happens. It's what are you uh, talking about? there's a fight scene. They talk about how they're going to fight each other. They talk about how they're going to fight each other. Yeah, that's yeah. what you wanted. Can you s stop playing with my cat for a second? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. That was totally automatic. I didn't even realize I was doing it. <laughs> I, just would love, I would love your full attention. I feel like this is maybe where these meetings get off track. You know, no, I, I truly, honestly, it was like, you know, it's like twisting a, your hair or something. I didn't even didn't even know there was a cat. Also, he does not like to have his hair twisted that way. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. That You're was just mindless, mindless fidgeting. Okay. Um, I I feel like I've given you 13 chances. We had a good run, and um, I think I'm going to cut my losses and uh, and take a bath on this one. Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to red light this this puppy. Yeah. Okay, interesting. But what if you <laughs> gave it a shot? <laughs> um, you, I am not going to. So, but but, but you're what, saying, if what if did? you did, and it became one of the most famous action movies of all time? <laughs> yeah, just don't see that happening. <laughs> but what if you did see it happening? <laughs> I, I guess I would be uh, I I would be insane. I would take a sociopathic <laughs> turn of completely ninety degree turn, hundred and eighty degrees. I've failed geometry. I would take a turn. But what if you passed geometry? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it this way: I'm not leaving this room until you greenlight this movie. <laughs> Most of the fur has been petted off the cat. <laughs> and it looks like Mr. Mr. Whiskers is running out of time. So let's say you and me figure out a way to make this happen. Okay. Uh, for the love of my cat. <laughs> I'm going to give this a chance. We cut to like a, a university. Uh, Beck's character is now giving like a lecture on the success of 
this version of the matrix. <laughs> so you say that you just, <laughs> you have to like, uh, basically hold an animal hostage. Is that, is, and you can get whatever you want made in, in Hollywood. What it really is, is believing it is, you know, against all odds going in there and just believing that your movie will be made and be a success. You know, it's um, much like Neo needs to believe he can jump from building to building or, um, uh, you know, dodge bullets or not have to ultimately. Um, I went in there and uh, created the reality, created a reality in which I sold the script. Interesting. That pigeon isn't supposed to be in the auditorium. Hi, hon. Welcome home. Thanks. It's so good to see you. You look at look at you. Look at you. You look (laughs) uh, just like so grown up. Uh, Thanks. I I mean, it's good to see you too, mom. And is this your lesbian girlfriend? Oh, um, what's that? This, this is just a friend. Yes, so you know we are totally okay with it, and you are welcome here. And we are very excited about Julie being a lesbian and you being a lesbian with her. Um, hold on. Can I can I talk to you for a second over here? Sure. Which one? No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to stand in the foyer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back, honey. Here. Can you just? We'll be right back. Sorry. Yeah. What is it, honey? I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry. I didn't know she would be cool with it. So I, I've, I'm so sorry. I like built this up so much. I mean, like, holy crap. Are you so, talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I was in, I was in La La Land. I thought I was just staying in the foyer. Yeah, that's where I joined you. Sorry. Yeah. We have different I'm, names for the that's the vestibule. This is the foyer. And there's like a walkway. It's so you got a richer family than me. But that's fine. That's I just take some getting used to. So I, I should what do you want from me here? I it seems like she's totally cool with it. So I guess we don't have to like lie or anything. I guess we can just be totally out and be ourselves and have a great Christmas. <laughs> I did a lot of prep for this. I know. I'm sorry. And I we've <laughs> Had so many... Oh, go, go ahead. I just, we rehearsed. I have a whole backstory. Um, are you and your girlfriend having a private moment over there? I don't want to interrupt. Um, I, okay, I'll, I'll play around. Um, not my girlfriend, mom. Um, because if it is your girlfriend and you want a chance to be alone together to have sex in a lesbian style, you can. And we can make space and room for that. I set up, I set up, you, you guys are going to have the master bedroom so you can. No, we don't together. want it. We don't want it. Actually, I got an Airbnb down the street and I got a different mm, that's Airbnb. romantic. <laughs> nope, we're staying at two different Airbnbs because Michelle, who I met, through a, a class at the learning annex there we go. Is, is a language arts major and mm-hmm. she needs to a practice linguist uh, i suspect <laughs> <laughs> i get it a linguist a linguist i don't like even understand one i bet can i talk to you over here for a second yeah, me right 
<laughs> Should yeah. I just go to the foyer? Or? Yeah, or the yes, ve- we'll be in the vestibule. I'll go to the lanai. <laughs> hey, <laughs> your mom's not really helping us at all here. Like, I, I, <laughs> she's like funny. She like gets it. I she know like, it's crazy. Like I kind of, I know you're well off. I was sort of expecting some sort of like, you know, like Republican vibes in here. And like, and to be honest, this is the coolest she's ever been in my entire life. Like I, it's crazy, but I don't want to waste your backstory. I feel <laughs> awful. Um, can you see out the window and see if your brother's here yet? Uh, Sure. Yeah, it looks like he's pulling up now. Um, is, is he in a van? Because he was supposed to bring um, all of the members of his polycule. <laughs> is it polycule what I think it is? Yeah. Mom, Him this and is... his multiple lovers. Wow, I, this is not the Christmas I was expecting. Um, We're here, guys. Come on. <laughs> We're here. We're here. Right? We're here. We're, We're here. here. Don't they sound cheerful? (laughs) I didn't know you had a poly, a brother with a polycule. I didn't either. I'm an uptight linguist. (sighs) God, I feel awful. And we hired that guy to come and play your boyfriend, and you have to go stay at the Airbnb with him now. Jesus, that's just a shitty actor I knew in high school. I don't like that guy at all. God, it's too late to cancel, though, and I can't take his income away at Christmas. Mom, sis, I'm home. Hey, Hello. There's a row of like eight eight guys. There he is, and there you are, and there you are, and there you are, and there you are. You must be. Hey, hey, hey. You must be. Nice to meet you. James. James. Dad. Dad. Rachel. Skyler. The twins. Hi. Leon. And you must be Turtle. Turtle's a turtle. So nice to meet you all, and you can are. Can I all talk to you here. in the instant? Yeah, me. Your brother fucking a turtle? No, it looks like it. Did you see the way the turtle was looking at him? Like clearly, just fucked in the van. <laughs> Amorous eyes, like that clip of Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton at the Oscars. Just like it. <laughs> just like that very current reference. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm a little older than you. Okay. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking things out on you. Wait I think minute. I feel Wait resentful. My brother second. What? Did I just say here you say you're older than her? <laughs> huh? Uh, huh? 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 <laughs> <laughs> the turtle cocks its head. <laughs> Are you older than Julie? Yeah, um, Michelle's like three years older than me. You Get out of this house. <laughs> what? Cradle robber. <laughs> Three years. We're like in our thirties. What the hell? Don't say it again. I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to picture it in my mind. That's not that much. When I was a senior in high school, she was a freshman. That's not that yeah, bad. Like- that is unbelievable. If you'll excuse me, I need to talk to the turtle in the vestibule really quick. You have come into my house. And filthied the good name of my family, and bes- and 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 ruined my daughter's reputation. We see me talking to the turtle. Okay, I know you're 150. <laughs> they ask, <laughs> you're 28.
let's get back to the meat part of the podcast where Gus shares a story. Beck. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're up. Um, so, Susie, you got to help me. When What year was this, do we think? This was 2000. God damn it. Right? Is this like, is this like <laughs> boom Chicago shit. years? This, no, is this is before. This is regular this is right Chicago. before I went mm. to Amsterdam. And were we at this time dating? Yes. Okay, we were dating. And Beck was, I was going home to, we both lived in Chicago and I was going home to Michigan for the holidays. Yes. And Beck was going to have a very sad, lonely holiday in Chicago all by herself because everybody was basically leaving to go home. And there are no Jews in Chicago. <laughs> and Every, well, and you, from Michigan and Wisconsin. <laughs> and you uh, were specifically like saving money, like other people were doing things and going out and traveling and have, but you like, you were saving money because you were about to move to Amsterdam. And I just remember the, gotcha. the bleakness of you being there. And we were talking on the phone and you were like, yeah, there's like, I can't spend money. I can't go out to bars. I can't like, nobody's here, at, you know, and it was very sad. So I was like, get on a train and come to my house for Christmas. I'd also like to say right now that even though, while this is my story and Susie is telling it, it's because Susie remembers significantly more of my life than I do, <laughs> including things I've written, jokes I've told, shows I've done, which is I why this is my Akashic story. record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my story, but Susie's going to tell most of it and I'm going to go, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so there tell what were, you remember. And I, what are we, 21? Yeah. At this moment? Yeah. How, how cute is that? Very cute. Especially wow. now that we're 27. Um, <laughs> So there we are. We're adorable. We're very young. We're dating. And I go to what for me is like a, a Christmas that I have only seen like on greeting cards. Like this is a fake thing for me, like where it's like a, like a Midwestern you know, whitest Christmas you've ever been, you've ever seen with a big tree and everyone's in Christmas sweaters. Like this is the most foreign thing. This doesn't exist in reality to me. So I was like walking into a fake world or walking into like a Christmas card as far as I was, you know. So do you have a big family? What's that? Do you have a big family? No. It okay. Is Christmas like a big deal for you all? I mean, yeah, who, it was who was there? My my mom, my stepdad, my two brothers, and then my stepdad's uh parents would come like just for the day to have like the dinner and stuff. And Leah um, was there. What's that? Leah was there. Leah, my friend, best friend from high school, came over at some point, like, but she wasn't she didn't spend the whole holiday with us. But uh Oh, I have a picture of this that wouldn't matter because this is audio, but I do have a picture <laughs> somewhere. Where I look, where I look. Oh, go ahead. I look exactly like what I'm describing, or I'm like, you. Yeah, you look like you've been abducted. You look like the moment in Get Out where he realizes it's not yes. safe. Yeah, it's. I was just like, and uh, yeah, we're standing in front of a mantle that has my stepsister's entire Santa bear collection <laughs> lined up on it, <laughs> like twenty Santa bears. Um, 
Yeah, I remember you walking in and saying you like under under your breath were like, oh, my God, this is the whitest place I've ever been in in my life. <laughs> I was like insane because I'm, you know, an improv. Yeah. But, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And, and I went like, to Sarah Lawrence. Like, it's not like I'm from <laughs> it's not from like I'm from the inner city of, of Detroit or anything. But it's like but, it's a different kind of white. It's, it's a like different kind of white. It's white, basic yeah. white. It's, it's a it's, it's no white. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it, it's there's no culture or there's well, it's nothing. also American and I didn't grow up mostly in the States. So it was also just like blinding America, like. Yeah, like like homemade woven baskets yeah, with like yeah. Indian corn in them and like my mom's like <laughs> Christmas sweater that she made at like with craft supplies and like yeah. it's just very uh it's very, it was very on the nose. It was, yeah. it, was, it was too on the nose for me. And we were closeted. I have, I was not out at that time. Right. Uh, and so we, and yeah, I we looked were. exactly like I do right now. And I was <laughs> right. wearing a shirt, I believe with a tie and a sweater. Yeah. So we were trying to be very, we were like, we're friends. I was just like Susie's gay friend or you were, neighbor or something. But also like nobody addressed, I never even, I never even told them you were gay. It was just like, yeah. but, but it's like, you could see everybody clocking it. It was like, <laughs> right. But my I, mom was but like, was, oh, you have so many pairs of brown corduroys. <laughs> <laughs> so I was the like very visibly, you know, gay presenting roommate friend. I don't know what they thought. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I just said like I had a friend in Chicago who didn't have anywhere else to go. And they went, oh, God, we'll bring her, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wasn't passing. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh I was you wearing a strap on over my <laughs> pants. <laughs> um, no, I, I, you know, every, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I then looked, we, I looked like me. We do a, um, we do a gift exchange with mm -hmm. the family. That's like, uh, everybody brings one gift and then you draw a number to see like which order you choose your <laughs> gift from the pile in and then you can trade. And Beck was like, Beck got a gift Okay, this yeah. part I remember. So oh, I'm yeah, already, so I already think I'm insane. Like I already have gone into like <laughs> coping level insanity where I'm just, just like, I'm this like, you know, newsy lesbian in the <laughs> middle of this like Norman Rockwell Christmas thing. And, you know, we're not acting like we're dating or whatever, you know, the whole thing. You know, the whole thing. You've been there. And um, <clears throat> I get my gift and it's this kind of like long roll <laughs> it's like i'm trying to think of like like a floppy yoga mat it like is the size and shape of a yoga mat but like floppy in and wrapped <clears throat> and i was like well like and and i was genuinely like grateful to be like invited and like i was trying to be very like i'm sure i was very awkward but i was like very you know it was nice to be invited and, and included in this gift exchange. And so I was also trying to just be like very gracious and, and, um, I guess act straight, <laughs> but, um, so I was like, Oh, thank you. It was like this floppy thing. And, um, <laughs> I started to unwrap it and I like tore a piece, you know, like a Willy Wonka piece of the wrapping paper aside. And all I saw was clear plastic and under the clear plastic was just hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so I kept unwrapping it. And this thing was like maybe like two feet long and floppy. I kept unwrapping it and it was just hair, hair and more hair. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Because I was also not in a state where I was like, I I was not in a state where like I needed to be like further like thrown off. <laughs> you know, like I was already pretty nervous and like trying to get it right. So I was like, I'm in like a psychotic prank where I'm just this just hair and it never ended. <laughs> so I opened the entire thing, still just hair. That's all I can see is like a big tube of hair, I guess. And I take off the plastic and it's still just hair. And I like there were moments where I was like, is this like a Christmas thing where like when you get the new person, like a bag of hair, like some <laughs> tradition I don't know about. And I don't remember, Suze, was I like looking at you or communicating with you while this was going on? Yeah, like you went, oh, goody, a bag of hair. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then my grandma goes, keep opening it. And you and went, I was like, I am. <laughs> and then she, she said, like, unroll it or something or like yeah. reach, you know, and you were. And so and I then, continued to kind of, you know, work with what this was. <laughs> and eventually it kind of like, quote unquote, opened up. And it turned out to be like a puppet, a monkey puppet. It was like a stick, like its arms were yeah, on like sticks a, and it's <clears throat> put your hand in his mouth, which okay. actually knowing Beck, it was like yeah, the was perfect gift, gift for her. Yeah. And it would have been a <laughs> shitty gift for anyone else there. <laughs> your grandma yeah. like brought no, it was this. A very good guess. Yeah. Um, but for a very long time, it was a bag of hair <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, okay, like the, the thought process was like, oh, either this is like a tradition I don't know about or like like a, a Barrett family tradition, maybe that I don't know about, like the new person gets this thing every year. And then I was just, and then the even more horrifying thought was, what do I do if it is just a bag of hair? <laughs> like, what's, what's the appropriate response if this is what's happening? And so you know, oh, it was like, oh, as a monkey, I'm sure I just like overcompensated so much to be like, yeah, you know, like, no, I knew it was a monkey. Of course it's a monkey, a monkey puppet in a bag. Um, and, uh, oh, was that the same thing as the triangle or was that a totally different thing? It, it was, but that's, I mean, that, that's a long walk. <laughs> no, no, I know. I, I couldn't remember if that was the same party or, or was, same, yeah. same event. Um, anyway, so I got a monkey puppet. Everything was fine. Uh, but it was, it was, there was a lot going on for me in the, the moments of actually tearing that gift open. Uh, cause I, yeah, I was, I was young and I was already very nervous and I knew we were like weirdly keeping a secret. So is it just like a weird thing to be thrown <laughs> <laughs> on top of all of that? That was the tale of your first Christmas. <laughs> that, was my, that was that really was my first Christmas. It's funny because when I was watching Happiest Season, I was just like, I was just like, yeah, I've I've been through this exact thing, except for there was no like confusing me for a hot straight <laughs> girl, right? <laughs> you know. <clears throat> um 
I have a couple questions. First one is, did you bring I'm a sure. gift back? I do, but I did, but I do not remember what it was. Do you remember, I Sis? I don't remember. I'm sure Probably it was like something a... amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to say it was like a um, like scratch lotto tickets. Really? <laughs> I think so. That that's that's like, like a catch all that I tell people to bring when mm-hmm. like when they don't have one. It's like because really? we love them. But I uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I just did that if you told me to do it. I don't remember though. Yeah. Um, I no, like- I brought a. Um, uh, yeah, my my it was a gift certificate to the pleasure chest. That's what I <laughs> wrapped in hair. <laughs> wrapped in hair. Oh my As god, that tradition. was so funny. Um and so confusing. Cause I really did have a like um am I the victim of like a you know a Christmas break? Hate crime. <laughs> it was a hate crime. Yeah. Yeah. Um I feel like just like I watched Happy Season Two, and oh, I can obviously relate. To, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they do it again. Um, uh, Easter. Um, I mean, obviously, I didn't re- really relate to like the keeping your relationship a secret part. You but, didn't really like, relate to that. <laughs> yeah, I a little bit really though. Do. Well, the thing that I can relate to, coming from like a Christian background and also dating people from that kind of background, is like mm. the sleeping in separate rooms, like sure. the, mm. the sort of like trying to sneakily hook up or whatever, but not being able to like. Wow, your life as a straight white man sounds really hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank you for saying that. <laughs> uh, I've been kind of opening the door to this. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. For, I I feel honored that you're talking about it with me. <laughs> I guess my point of that is like, it's a big deal to meet the family anyways. Yes. Uh, so to have a, like a layer of secrecy there as like, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm just restating the premise of the movie, but like, uh, well, my first very, very serious, my first very, 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 very serious, like relationship. Um, we dated for two years without my parents knowing, cause I hadn't really, I mean, I would say I I hadn't really come out yet, but I I didn't really have some like big coming out moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I was uh, more, I was one of those people that was more like pulled out because I was like, you're gay. You're just come out. Let's go. So when I did come out, it was like, yeah, we know. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I had like two years with, um, my first serious girlfriend where like we would do holidays all the time and we'd visit each other and we were like fully together and just not out. Yeah. It's hard. It's really it's hard, you know, and you know, uh, my, my parents were, my, my experience was, you know, b- big picture, very good and easy and positive, um, which is not the case for so many people. Um, you know, it wasn't like, you know, they didn't throw a party for me, but it was fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and it is fine now. Um, but you think when you're in that situation that it is going to be the end of the world Mm -hmm. and it is for a lot of people. Um, so it was, yeah, you just, I just, it took me two years. I wanted to turn this, I wanted to take this in a really funny direction. <laughs> well, it's all right. Um, but that part I could certainly relate to in that movie. It's just like, it is fucking, you really think the world is going to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, 
So I'm sure you can relate to that, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my, I have a a lesbian aunt and I have a very Christian family and the way that they did it at the end, like when my grandpa was just too old to really like be listened to anymore, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like my aunt and her wife now, um, but this was before like that marriage was even a thing. Uh, (laughs) Our marriage uh, as a concept. Well, yeah, Yeah. but before they were, whatever. But like, I remember my aunt just got to the point where she was just like, I'm bringing (laughs) Seely. So like she just brought her part or like her her wife to the thing was just like, we're here. And like my grandpa just sort of like. (laughs) I just feel like I'm, I would have been such a dead giveaway. Like I'm not the girl you can like bring home and be like, this is my roommate and not have every single person there be like, Okay, well, you're gay. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I must have totally blown your cover, Suze. No, because my family is so uh, not of that world right, and that, right. that it was right. like, yeah, it's like putting the the lens on that you want to see things right. through. Like, they come from a world where, like, I think half my uncles are gay, and I think they've like repressed it their whole lives, and like, Christ. so everyone's like. Yeah, no, Uncle Mark is doing great. He's making hats out of dried flowers mm-hmm. and he conducts the church choir. Still hasn't met a lady friend. You know? yeah. um, he folds money into the shapes of little woodland creatures yeah. and he sells his hats at church fairs while he plays the organ. He's literally beating women away with a stick. What a catch. I'm talking Well, we're all sharing our difficult stories uh, about um, personal trials or coming out or, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, um, and I thought I'd share one of mine as a straight Mm -hmm. white male and you're all, I don't know, we're having dinner, (laughs) if you don't mind. I know I'm just friends with, uh, with Ken, so you don't really know me that well, but uh, Yes, I can relate to that uh, feeling of being, I guess, uh, hiding something from your family. Uh, Josh, what are you? Josh, you don't need to do this. Ken. I, <laughs> I got it. Just let him speak. Okay. He's our guest. Let him get to st- you know. When I was a kid, um, <laughs> my mom would always make, um, she would make pecan pie. Mm. You know, we know. Has everyone had pecan? I'm assuming. Sure. sure. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. In mm. fact, I have even discovered in my adult years I have a slight allergy <laughs> to pecan pie. But oh, that is I'm, so hard. Thank you for saying that. Is it the pecan part or the pie part? I think it's the pecans. Oh I've, gosh. I've developed a nut allergy with age. Thank you so mm. much. For, so brave. Most of the time when I talk about this stuff. I get doors shut in my face. I, get... I know that's, we have to create a safe space. Right. Thank to talk you. about this stuff. <laughs> hey Ken, could you give me a refiller on the wine? <laughs> you want me to go get you a refill? On the... <laughs> yeah. Of Anyways. Course. Ken, can you a... stop being difficult and get him? I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm going to get. Okay. Well, he's I in just... Give him a refill, Ken. This is he's the tip of the vulnerable. iceberg. You're giving him an inch. He's going to take a mile with this. Okay. Well, maybe okay, someone okay. needs to give him a mile. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Thank you don't, so much. Don't mind Ken. He's just mm-hmm. 
Oh, I know Ken. <clears throat> blah, blah, anyway. blah, with him. Um, so I had to pretend to like the pecan pie because my mother oh, obviously had a lot of pride oh, in it. My uh, God. Really, I wanted pumpkin. Uh-huh. Um, sure, sure. And I had tasted pumpkin uh, at autumn dinners at friends' houses. Of course, of course. Uh, seasonal. Seasonal autumn dinners. And... I'll Ken, be damned. Ken, I haven't do you had have the a pumpkin. wine, or what are we doing? Dally? I dropped a wine glass and I cut my I cut myself right, you pretty bad. Wow! Don't Always the back. victim, huh? Okay, yeah, no. Me, 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 me. It's me. pretty deep. I just <laughs> Ken. I'm trying to stop the bleeding. Can you stop Ken, the crocodile you, tears first? Yeah, can you just not come back in until you have an intact glass of wine for your friend? Okay. Thank you. Ken, you're ruining your birthday. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I am so sorry, Josh. I'm yeah. so sorry. You go ahead. It's all right. I'm kind of used to this. So you, so there you are, preferring pumpkin and getting pecan. Ugh. For and Thanksgiving living a after lie. Thanksgiving. I'm so living sorry. A that must have been so hard. So traumatic. It wasn't easy. Um, I had... I mean, physical, physical symptoms aside from like the, the allergic reaction I was having, mm-hmm. um, it was the emotional, the emotional toll it took on me to like course, look my parents in the eye and be like, I like this. Yeah. No, I so know. I when, I, yeah, when I, yes, no, totally. I understand the, the, the relation. I mean, when I went, when I came out to my dad and I had to live in a small box for three years. Um, that was my pecan pie, you know, but not I mean, really. I, <laughs> I'm sorry to step on the, not yeah. really though. Well, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, well, I don't want to minimize eat your, the box. no, no, I don't want, and I don't want to minimize what you're talking about ever. I would never want to do that. I, I'm just saying that's how I can relate. Okay. I, I think, I think what Beck is saying is it's hers to a much lesser degree, obviously, but it, it reflects your trauma. It's the only way yes. she can relate. It's Just the, like, yeah, it's, it, it wasn't my ideal situation. That's how I can sort of, that's yeah. my way in here. The, the only I, way I can relate is um, my parents caught me looking at gay porn mm. when I was in high school and they mm. gouged my eyes out. And yeah, but hun, we're not making about. No, I know. I'm just you. saying, like th- that, just gives me like a t- kind of a hint of what he was going through. Sure. Like a kind of a hint. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what get. it's like to to have to pretend you like pecan pie. I don't know that, but I. No. I and you don't, and you won't. No, but she doesn't, and yeah. I mean, the. Ken, are you napping on the kitchen floor? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Our glasses are all. One. A glass of wine. <laughs> the phone Your mother is has off no eyes. <laughs> trying to dial nine one one. I I cut Jesus. myself down to the bone. I just <laughs> well, who's gonna do it? Your mother with no eyes. Where's the wine, Ken? Uh, I'm working on it. I just I figured I should call an ambulance to get me to the hospital. I cut myself pretty bad. I don't think I can get you wine right now. But if anybody can repeat my story back to me. What have you been listening? Have you been listening at all? Have you been listening to this story? You had to eat pecan pie when you didn't like it. I'm allergic. It's not, it's not a matter of not liking. Wow! 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 I don't know. I don't feel how safe we here. raised we raised a son who lacks this much empathy. 
Yeah, frankly, I'm sick of it. And I'm going to, I'll just see myself out. Happy birthday, Ken. Could you take me to the hospital? No. This gives me great pleasure. I've seen a lot of people come through this company, but none have been as loyal and as uh, stellar as Mr. Jabor here. He um, he's put in 52 years Thank at you. Stellarson Glass and he's sold some of our big accounts. He, he so the, the Hancock building in Chicago is all painted with Stellarson Glass. And uh, and it's because of this man here. Thank you. Thank you. You're too kind. We hate to see you go. We wish you a very Happy retirement and mm-hmm. work on that golf swing. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of time I'm coming for your score. I'm coming for you. Okay. Well. Yeah. And um, we, we wanted to give you something uh, as a team here that you'll always remember us by. So, oh, my God, that's so nice of you. That's so kind of you. This is a floppy. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a pool noodle or? Well, why don't you open it Just and open see? It. It's a little bit of hair. A little bit. <laughs> Ooh, keep going. Don't give it away. It's a lot. Of, it's more hair. <laughs> Come on, Ken. It's not. Just uh, is this a joke about me going bald? What is this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now keep going. Keep opening. <laughs> so, ton of hair under this plastic <laughs> keep opening i worked here for 50 years what the hell is this well, get, keep the, uh, get, get it from under the bottom start to <laughs> tear the paper out from under the bottom <laughs> is it like a hairy is it a hair with some sticks on it keep going keep opening ken no you have to yeah you have to open it I'm opening it. All I see is goddamn hey, <laughs> hair. Keep opening. Keep <laughs> open the it. hair. I'm oh. pulling it there. This is mostly you gotta, hair. You've got to open it. <laughs> open it up. Yeah, I don't know how to. Still... Oh, you keep saying that. I don't know how to open hair. Of course you're not going to know what it. Of course you're not going to know what it is if it stays closed. It's hair. It should be open at this point. It's keep a bunch of hair. Keep, keep going. Now I'm just flopping the hair left and right. I don't think there's anything else to open. Jesus. Well, I, flopping it around doesn't sound like the right oh, verb. You've got to no. open it. I, open it. <laughs> I am covered in hair. <laughs> Loose hair. Just a little more. <laughs> Once you get it I open, I thought I was getting be... a watch or like a putter. Uh, I seem to be covered in what feels like horse hair. A bunch of <laughs> you thought you were gonna get a floppy punt, a, a floppy, floppy putter. Yeah, that's a terrible a putter. floppy putter for retirement. Keep opening. Keep opening. What do you mean? I've well, been open. This is like a mind game. I can comb it. it. It'll all make sense once it uh, once it's open. It's, you are gonna love it. I'm just blowing into it. It's <laughs> well, that's half your problem. All right. <laughs> You're admitting that you're not opening it. What is use, happening? Use the scissors. Use the scissors. To cut the hair? I'm cutting the hair. To open it. 
to open it. Ken, it's 10 o'clock. Open the fucking present. Oh, I, it is open. <laughs> it is not, this is a bunch of hair. It is. Okay. Yeah, You're but what's inside? You have to, you have to open that part. You have to yeah, open what's that inside part. the hair? It appears to be more. I don't know how they're. I don't know how to say it. How is there, there, there's nothing in the hair but more hair. Well, that's yeah, more not stuff until to you open. open it. Open. <laughs> don't give it a haircut. I, I don't. Open it. <laughs> It's open. It's scattered out in front of me, and I, I'm rolling in it. It is as thin as it can get. Well, can when are you going to stop rolling in rolling it? it. I, don't, I don't know how to. Can, I'm paying a babysitter by the hour here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> open the gift. I'll get home. Am I not understanding the verb? There's no other. I'm Apparently not. Unwrap it. It's unwrap. There you go. Unwrap it. Unwrap. It's laid out as thin as it can be. Well, get inside of it. (laughs) I thought I had it. I thought I was in it. I'm covered in air. You can't get in if it's not open. Yeah, you'd you'd know it if you were in it. I'm under it. It, It's I can't. I'm covered in this. God, I'm getting what a call from the babysitter's parents. This is a whole thing. Go home. I think this. I think this is it. You got me a bunch of loose horse hair. I gave my to life to this company. Midnight that night, he's still in the room. Everybody else has gone home. What the fuck is it? Maybe if I comb it. Is this a thing? Hello. <laughs> Somebody validate that I've got it, that I know what this is. It's hair. It's loose hair. <laughs> we cut to we cut to Target the next day. I'm sorry, sir. I technically I should be able to accept a return since you have the gift receipt, but I cannot accept something that hasn't been opened. Yes, you should be able to. Mm. I was worried I opened it and you wouldn't take it back. No, this is not opened. And we can only accept opened items because we need to see that there is a defect with them. It's loose hair. Is there a problem over here? Is there a problem over here? I bundled up this loose hair in my hands and brought it in to return it. This isn't open. It has to be open. Sir, we can't take back the product if it hasn't been opened because we have to find the defect. Did you tell him that now? I'm throwing it all around. They're not even connected anymore. Okay, well, now it's impossible for us to tell if it was broken or if you broke it. Broken? It's not broken. You kept it wrapped, but you you turn it on. Can I turn it on? Did you turn it on? It's activated as much as it can be, and there's no way it's broken. They're not, it's not a knot. Is this line is this line moving at all or what? I'm sorry, we'll be with you in one second. What so are you we returning? Just, we got a broken wag bag. Uh, how is it broken? <laughs> Didn't hold my shit. <laughs> but you opened it. Yeah. Okay, so that's no problem. All right, that'll do it for this episode of The Meat Improv. Uh, thank you, Beck and Susie, for being on. Yeah, thanks. What a blast. Thank so thanks for having us. So much really fun. Nice. Um, w- w- what would you like to plug for our audience? Could be social media or whatever you got. Um, Beck and I have a, a short that's floating around online that you can check sure. out. 
it at whatisgum.com. And it's oh, cool. G-U-M, like uh, like chewing gum. Whatisgum.com. Oh, great. Yes, it's um, a short film we made based on a bit that we did for seven or eight days. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's fun. And yeah, Jacob Reed uh, had us improvise it and then he uh, did a great job editing it together. So only the funny parts remain. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, I remember it coming out. That's cool. It's fun. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I have no shows coming up because <laughs> the world is off. And uh, um, no, I'm really just taking some time to uh, work on my own projects and. <laughs> and uh you know be creative <laughs> um, cool um all right well awesome uh jake uh you can uh, watch uh we improv shows at we improv dot uh org um and twitch.tv slash we improv great uh i'm at josh simpson on instagram and twitter put videos out there you can check them out and at josh simpson biz uh the meet is on all the social media uh, stuff, not all of it, but Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at the Meet Improv. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Meet Improv, where you can uh, get a weekly bonus episode called The Potatoes. Uh, that's it. Uh, this might be our last episode of the year, so <laughs> have a safe holiday and uh, well, we're, be safe. We're glad we could, we could, we're glad we could uh, <laughs> turn you off of doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we yeah, might be done forever. <laughs> and this is it. <laughs> um, Nowhere to go from here. Uh, well, we'll be back eventually, I'm sure. Um, and we'll see you next time on The Beast! The Beast! Improv.